My name is Joanne. Got introduced to drugs. I've been doing heroin for 31 years. I'm a mother of 10. You would think that things like that would stop me from using, but I continue to use. It wasn't an easy road. It's been a long road. I came to power, which has been a, a tremendous, a tremendous blessing to my life. And that's only by the grace of God. And I'm not just saying that, I'm honestly speaking that. If you want a chance to save your life, give power a chance. For the last three decades, Power Recovery Center has been a hub of alcohol and drug treatment within the Baltimore City area. A few of our clients were willing to be transparent and share their stories of hope and recovery. Um, I'm a mother of 10. I started off in school, high school, very good student. Um, I was a mother at 19 of two children, doing great, working, um, just being a normal woman, you know, starting off into adulthood. And um, got introduced to drugs, and life just took a turmoil. It just went downhill. I grew up in Emerson Village. Went to Emerson High School. Um, I have a workaholic mother who was a single mom who raised us. Um, just I had a normal childhood, good childhood, you know. I had some uh, darkness in between there. As a child, you don't recognize that. You know, you don't recognize until you get into your adulthood. That's when it really takes effect of you. Um, I went through school. Like I said, I went through school. Um, Party like any other teenager did. Mom at, you know, at 19, workaholic. I started working. Um, and drugs just took a part of my life. It came into my life. Um, at that point, uh, I started off using marijuana. I went from marijuana to cocaine, from cocaine to heroin. I've been doing heroin for 31 years. And in the midst of me doing heroin, it has taken a lot from me. The first thing that was taken from me was my children. At 35, I had my 10th child. Um, I knew I couldn't take care of them no more, so I asked my sister-in-law. You would think that things like that would stop you from using, but I continued to use. Before um, I got to this point in my life, I had went into treatment two or three, two other times. Well, before that, let me say, I went to prison twice coming out of prison, I continued to go back to drugs because I had really no life. 
you know, I had no structure. I had no information to keep me from not using again. So I decided that I wanted to go get help. So I came to Powell in 2011 as an outpatient. At that point, I was really lost. And I didn't give Powell a chance. I really didn't. So I left and ran some more, got up, beat up some more, till I decided that I surrendered. I came to Powell. Powell has given me some information that has really opened myself up to finding out what makes me tick, what makes me keep going, what makes me um, want to not use anymore. Because now I know what it was that was causing me to continue to use. I didn't love me. I had to find me. After having all those kids, trying to be a good mom, trying to be good for my parents, I didn't have enough time for me. So I had to learn what makes me tick. And I found that here. If you want a chance to save your life, give power a chance. Honestly, that is the truth. Um, They have a lot of tools here, a lot of tools. It's not easy because some things you're going to find out about yourself that you may not even want to know about yourself. But it's real. You have to deal with it. You know, some things you just have to accept. You know, you have to realize that some things was out of your control. You know, some things, um, as an addict, we always feel as though drugs make us feel better. But in reality, it doesn't. Because once the drug go away, the pain is still there. You know, so you have to realize if you really want help, you have to really have it in your heart and in your mind that that's what you want to do. The day I came to Powell was January the 17th. But before I came to Powell, October the 15th, I looked in the mirror and I saw death. I called my daughter and I said, I need to go to treatment. She said, Ma, if you're going to go to treatment, I will pay your way. I said, well, I want to go to Philly because I'm a chronic relapser. So I knew I had to go somewhere where I didn't know nobody and nothing so I could sit still and be humble to find me. So I went to a a facility in Philly. I stayed there three months. They gave me the information that I needed. Um, I decided I wanted to come back home, so I said, I'm going to give Powell another try because I was hearing some good things about Powell. So I said, well, I'm going to give Powell a chance this time. And that's how I got here, and I've been here ever since. I am so excited. Today I have a better relationship with my family, my children, um, people here at Powell. I've met some awesome people. Um, They have opened the doors for me to want to broaden my horizons. You know, get my GED. I'm 54 years old, and I and I haven't received my GED yet, and that's something that I really want to get, and I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it because I'm focused now. I don't have a a, a dirty. Uh, my mind is not filtered anymore, so now I can focus on that. A job. It, it's it's just opening doors, you know. And I'm grateful. I am truly grateful. The one thing that's really touched me so much is that my daughter said to me, Mother's Day that she's so proud that I'm sticking and I'm staying and that she sees her mother. She sees her mother again because for a long time they didn't know who I was. They had no understanding of who I was because I didn't know who I was. And they are so proud of that, that they have their mother back. And that's awesome to me. That's enough to keep me going. That's, that's, that's gotten me on a natural high. You know, and yes, a natural high. Yes, because my children were very distant 
They was very distant with me, yes, because they don't use, and I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that, that they don't use at all. For the person that's out there that's stuck, come to treatment. Give yourself a chance. Believe in yourself. Just give yourself a chance. That's all you got to do. Stop, pray, and come to power. That's all you have to do. It's not hard at all. You know, it's not going to be an easy road because nothing is easy. But if you stick and stay and fight through those issues, you'll make it. It, it works. It works. My name is Jesse. I'm 31. I'm originally from Virginia, but I grew up in um, the D.C., Maryland area. Um, my upbringing was tough, to tell the truth. You know, a lot of traumatic things happened to me at a young age that I had to adapt to. Fairly intelligent for me. You know, I was very smart, actually. I was an honor roll student. Um, really didn't get the love I felt I should have, so I have probably abandonment issues now that I'm here. I I see that, but overall, I'm still like a very loving, compassionate, nice sense of humor guy. Like, I love to see a smile on people's face. I hate for somebody to be depressed, so I just make a lot of jokes and try to keep everybody laughing, because laughing is medicine for the soul. Other than that, I'm just an um, ordinary person that's just trying to better himself and make something out of life. I was constantly told that I was going, I'm dumb, but... Constantly coming home with the best grades, constantly proving the naysayers wrong, just constantly. But my most proudest moment was to look on their faces when I when my when report cards come out and mine is still A and B. Those was proud moments for myself, actually. Now that I look back, very proud, made me very proud. And I used to hold a lot of resentment, you know, towards my mom and people, like in general, that treated me that way, but. It just made me stronger, and it made me the man I am today, more compassionate towards people, more understanding of pain. So if I wouldn't went through those things, I probably wouldn't have those tools and tools and to understand that people go through a lot that you don't know about. So you just can't judge them. You just got to be there for them no matter what. My first introduction was 15 and marijuana. Um, uh, self like didn't feel didn't feel like I was worth anything, you know. Not not getting the love from home. Went to the streets because at first I was like very serious about my education. Like I said, like I didn't, you know, smoke no drugs. I was very anti-drug. Like no, please stay away from me. But then fifteen, you know, I got it. They broke me, and then I just started hanging around the older guys, and they were showing love. They were smoking marijuana. And I asked to partake, and it went from there. Well, then, you know, um, 16, you know, started drinking alcohol. And then, as the years went by, I constantly, you know, was drinking. You know, situations happened, I just kept drinking. And before I knew it, I was lost in alcohol. It was That was, that was my life. I wake up, I'm going to have me, my breakfast going to be some alcohol, my lunch, alcohol, dinner, alcohol, just alcohol. To one point, probably from Friday to Sunday, I probably was consuming maybe 100 to 150 beers within a weekend, just 
constantly just drinking, just like just drinking the pain away. It just I was in denial though, you know. You know, you a lot of people told me I need to stop drinking, and I told them no, I need to drink more. <laughs> the lowest point I got to, oh man, was when I started just neglecting all my my responsibilities and my obligations, which were my kids, just being around them drunk. You know, they like showing off, not on them, but around them. Just not wanting to be around nobody. Just going to stores, <laughs> stealing bottles of liquor and cases of beers. You know, just just doing things that I never thought I would do in my life for a feeling. Just it was it was terrible for me. Now that I think about it, you know, I don't feel. I feel bad about it, but I feel encouraged to be where I'm at too. But the, like it was just bad. I was stealing, manipulating people. Um, acting like I'm hungry, getting some money, but going straight to the liquor store. You know, just getting over on people. Just like I said, just manipulating. Very, mani- very manipulative, for no reason. Like just to get drunk. You know, it was, it was bad. Put myself in, got locked up, <laughs> drunk in public. You know, three or four times, it was just bad. Got in altercations, physical altercations, being under the influence of alcohol. It was very, very bad. That was those very low times, like with like waking up and waking up in a holding cell, <laughs> looking around like, how did I get here? It was very. That, that's when I knew I was, <laughs> I was an alcoholic. <laughs> That's when I knew I was, yeah, um, I was, I'm an alcoholic, pretty much. I mean, this cell, I don't even know how I got here. And it, that was, that was my very lowest point. Um, uh, a, a guy uh, saw me, um, he was like, um, I was just standing there. I was kind of drank drunk a little bit. He was like, you um, drink every day? I was like, yeah. He was like, you ever thought about help? I said, yeah, I, I thought about it. He said, I can take you somewhere to get it. I tell him, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm, I don't have a problem. I'm all right. But then he came the next following week, same attitude, same question, different result. I came. I came to Powell, and um, it was different because I never really thought about treatment at all. But when I got here, of course, the first week or so, I really didn't want to be here. I didn't want to stay, but I figured, you know, I needed help, and I figured if I wanted change, I had to do some things different. So I came, and I stuck it out, and I'm doing pretty good now, you know, very well. I've been here since January the 29th. I don't know the exact days, but I think it's about a 100 and something days. I've been clean. I learned a lot ever since I've been here um, about the coping skills and everything. But I also learned that if you don't want it, it don't matter where you go or where you at. If you don't want it for yourself, any power is a good program it is, but you still have to want it for you. You have to be determined. You have to want it. You have to want different because they can give you all the tools. But if you are just acquiring and you're not applying, then you you still going to be lost. You have to want it. Um, like 
like they say around here, you know, it's a ra- it's not a race, it's a marathon. You just got to take your time and do the work. You have to want it though. That's a must. You must be determined to to be better. You must be because if you don't want it, you wasting your time and everybody else because you're just going to find yourself in a vicious cycle. At the end of the day, you have to it's all on you. Yeah, they're going to be here. You get all the support. But what's the old saying? <laughs> you can lead the horse to the water, but you can't make them drink it. So you just got to be determined in what you want and be serious because it ain't getting no better out there. And when you get back out there, that's all you're going to see. It's the same thing over and over and over again. But as of now, I'm just making power moves, you know, moves for my future. Trying to um, get my GED. Become a chef and things like that. But it's still hard, though. You know, my grandma ain't doing too good. But I just use that as a strong point of inspiration to really complete this program and and have a successful life so I can be the man I need to be for all those that's connected with me and depend on me. I haven't talked to them. I wanted to. But I'm scared of the emotions it's going to bring on because they're going to want me to come home. And my daughter, she's going to cry. <laughs> so I, I, I'm going to write them a letter, though, and, and send them a letter. But I'm, I'm just scared of those emotions, you know, because I really love my kids a lot, even though I didn't show them as much as I should have, you know. But I just, I'm just a little nervous of the emotions that it will bring. And, and the things that make me feel right now, I just want to, I want to better me. I'd rather be out of their life right now, temporarily, than when I do come, it's a more of a permanent fixture. And I'm right all the way around, like I can really be there to support them and clear-minded instead of being in and out, in and out, or being under a substance and trying to give them advice. I don't think that's fair to them for me to do that because they didn't actually come to this world I brought them here so it's my obligation to make sure that I am the best me so they can be the best them everyday lives are being transformed in southeast Baltimore through the power recovery center if you or someone you love needs to be in treatment, please contact our staff at 410-276-1773 or you can visit our website at powerrecovery.com. Recovery.com.